to Ignite Podcast, and I'm Kristen. And this is Holland. And today we are going to be talking to one of our very good friends, Hannah. Hannah, do you want to introduce yourself real quick? Hi guys, I'm Hannah. I am a senior that just graduated, and I'm really happy to be here today. Awesome. So today we are going to be talking a little bit about struggling spiritually, because we felt like this was kind of a topic that most people don't really address that often, um, just kind of looking at the struggles of day-to-day faith. So Hannah, where did this topic come from? How did God speak this over your heart? Well, um, when you guys asked me to do a podcast, I it was during quarantine, and I really cannot think of a topic, and y'all know this. And the biggest reason was because I was struggling, and I was really distant from God, and I just didn't want to come on here and be fake and like say something that's not true and not actually coming like from my heart so God kind of put this topic on my heart of just like being open about our struggles spiritually so that others just know that they're not alone. I think it's really important to address this idea with the Christian community because I think it's oftentimes common for people to be like putting up a front. You know, I've done this in my past where I'm like, oh, I have to be so perfect. Everyone has to think I'm so happy all the time or just a great Christian all the time or whatever. But, you know, there definitely are struggles that come with it. So I'm really glad that you're willing to just open up this conversation and, you know, have a chat with us about it. Yeah, I totally agree because I feel like as the church body, we struggle with trying to be perfect, like Kristen said, and trying to put up this front that, you know, we're saved and we're holy, and so that means we don't struggle at all. But the Bible literally states that there will be trials and tribulations, so we all know that we're struggling, and that's why we're here. That's why we need the Lord. So what are some of your guys' struggles day to day? I was just really struggling to connect with God on a real level, and I just felt really distant from Him. And at the time, I was kind of like, you know, God, where are you at? You know, why can't I feel you? And kind of blaming it on Him. But I kind of realized now that it was a little bit of my fault, and it was like a little bit of my own like rebellious heart and my own desire to take that extra time and do whatever I wanted with it rather than um, what he wanted. And so because of those like selfish desires, like I distanced myself from him. And so that made it really hard to connect um, with community, especially since it was over Zoom. Um, (laughs) No one likes Zoom anymore. Right, no one likes Zoom now. (laughs) But so yeah, it was just hard to connect with him and just, I don't know, feel like I could pour out. Yeah, I think for me, something that I've recently realized is like, My faith for the past couple of years has kind of been the honeymoon phase. Everything was so new and passionate, and I felt like every day my mind was being blown by God. But then recently, it's kind of been like the second phase of a relationship. If you think of like a boyfriend and a girlfriend, we're kind of like going steady at this point. And so all of the passion and all of the new stuff is kind of gone, and I'm trying to figure out how this relationship can be furthered and still be fruitful even when we are quote-unquote going steady so I think that's something for me that I've been struggling with just in this new season of life learning how to just be in constant steady relationship with him instead of you know relying on those spiritual highs to keep me going my friend is reading this book about prayer like called fervent and it was talking about the 10 ways that satan attacks you and like the first two ways were by attacking your passion and then by attacking your focus. 
Um, <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and I think we can all, like, agree that the enemy has definitely, like, come after those things just mm-hmm. during this time. And so that's kind of why it's been difficult. Yeah, definitely. Holland, what about you? What are some of your struggles? Um, I don't know. I feel like I have a lot just in my faith, like growing up in a predominantly black church and then transferring over into like a predominantly white church. It's hard because I feel like my struggles are deeply rooted in, you know, 400 plus years of oppression. And so when I say, when I'm at like a Bible study and my prayer request is anger, you know, I think that they think that it's a topical thing of like, oh, she just has road rage. But really, it goes back into my roots of my ancestors being enslaved and then the suppression that we've had. So I feel like on that level, as well as just, I sometimes feel like I'm not worshiping the same God as my friends because they might pray for something and they might get it, or I might pray for them and immediately it's there for them, but I don't see the results of my prayers for myself. And so that's really hard to I guess, have that faith and hold on to that faith in my God and trusting in Him when it doesn't seem like it ever works out for me. But for them, you know, life seems like a cakewalk. And obviously it isn't because we all have our own struggles. But that's probably my biggest struggle is thinking that we all kind of think about a white Christian and it's a very, like, there's a mold to it. And I feel like that's really hard for me seeing a lot of my friends in that mold and I'm on the outskirts all the time, and so trying to figure out that balance between we worship the same God, but why is my why does my relationship feel different with Him than theirs? So, listening to you talk about that just made me really go back to this idea that we all have such a different relationship with Him. Not that his, Him not answering prayers for you and answering them for other people is relevant to His nature, but I think like His relationship with you is so uniquely designed for you and I think that can be discouraging too sometimes thinking about other people's faiths and like why is this working for them and it's not working for me or what have you because he does want to have an intimate and personal relationship with each of us and his nature molds to who we are who he made us to be and so in those relationships it's hard to not compare and to think oh I wish my faith looked like theirs. Hannah have you had any experience with spiritual comparison and has that been has that been the perpetrator of some of those struggles I definitely think that spiritual comparison is a really big topic that kind of leads to those struggles just kind of seeing other people and other Christians and from the outside like it does seem like they're perfect it seems like they're you know they're not sinning and they're not making mistakes which is not true because we know that we all sin we all mess up but I think that's why like this topic is so important is because when people walk into the church house, if they feel like everyone there is perfect, I know that they're going to feel like, like I felt like this on my own, like I can't measure up to that. And I can't be like this perfect Christian. And you know, in the Psalms, it talks about how like, there's no one righteous before God, because we can't be righteous on our own. But so like, being real and just being kind of vulnerable and saying, hey, like, I need Jesus just as desperately as you do is very important. And I think that honestly helps so much, especially with non-believers and mm-hmm. or people who are new to their faith, because seeing someone who's so seemingly perfect on the outside is really disheartening and thinking I can't ever attain that level 
um, that's something I've seriously struggled with is trying to measure up and being in a process of learning that God doesn't put me to those standards. I put those standards on myself. And so as Christians in the church, we have a responsibility to be vulnerable about our struggles and a responsibility to be authentic. I can't remember who said it. It might have been Mike Todd, but don't quote me on that. Probably. But that he said that God wants to turn your mess into your message. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's super good. I think that's a continual process too, kind of like you touched on hand, like our struggles aren't just before we became a Christian and after we became a Christian. We're still going to face trials and tribulations. And, you know, there are things in our lives that we are going to have that are messy. And so continuing to be vulnerable about that and continuing to say, hey, I don't have it all together. This is what I'm struggling with. And this is what I'm doing to, to better that, I think is so important, like I've said a million times. <laughs> <laughs> So Hannah, do you have any like practical advice on how do you get from a season of struggling in your faith, struggling spiritually, to a season of growth and renewal in your faith? Ooh, voice crack. <laughs> I would say that for one, like community is very helpful. I think that's one of the main reasons that I did start to struggle and like fall away. And of course, like that's it is my fault. It's not anyone else's fault. Because when you have that community, y'all hold each other accountable and you're like, hey, how are you doing, you know? And then you kind of realize, okay, I'm not doing so hot. Maybe I should work on that. Whereas when I was by myself, it was like I knew that I was struggling, but I wasn't going to do anything about it because I didn't have anyone to hold me accountable necessarily. So I would say just community first and foremost. And then secondly, just like, Working on intentionally connecting with God and like getting into the word and praying in worship, you know, these things that we hear all the time, but like actually being really intentional about that and not just um, being like, okay, I read my chapter for the day or like I prayed for two minutes, like by God. <laughs> so how does that look like for you being intentional in the word? Like how do you go from, oh, I read my chapter for the day to yeah. I really delved into the scripture and I really let it speak over my heart yeah instead of making it like a checklist right that's true and that's one of the things that's really hard actually is like finding that balance between a routine is important but then also like not letting go of the passion and so I would just say like finding time every day to be alone with God but like for me switching it up is helpful that way, like, okay, maybe I'm not feeling the chapter that I'm reading right now. Maybe I'll just, like, I'll read in the Psalms today or, you know, whatever that may be. Just kind of, like, letting the Spirit lead you rather than feeling, like, so stuck in your routine that you can't move out right. of it. Yeah, something That's I've good. been praying for recently because I have had a similar experience in quarantine where I just... I don't know, I kind of fell off of a cliff spiritually. <laughs> but we're, we're coming oh, back, it's fine. Cliff, we're coming back. Whole entire cliff. <laughs> but something I've been praying for is like, God, let me match my discipline with my desire. I want a routine and I want to be disciplined and I want to read and pray every day, but I don't want to let that routine take away from the desire of reading scripture and connecting with God. And I think finding that balance is so hard sometimes because... Sometimes I find myself going too far on the desire to where I kind of just fall off and I don't read as much. And then sometimes I find myself going too hard with discipline and I find myself reading like five things at a time and I'm not even getting anything from it. So mm -hmm. 
I really appreciate that you brought that up, and I think that's a very valid point to make. Yeah, especially because everyone's balance will be different. Like you said, like you struggle with finding the discipline as well as the desire. Some people might struggle with just, you know, getting into the word of like, how do I start? Where do I start? So I think that's important to note that, you know, it will be different for everyone. And honestly, for me, I feel like I have the discipline for sure. And honestly, the desire is usually there, but not all the time. Sometimes it's it's genuinely like, okay, I'm getting in the word today and I already know that that's what's going to happen, but it's not necessarily I want to do it, I guess, because I've gone through seasons where I was like devoted, you know, I was in the word every single day. And then I've gone through seasons where I was like, did not pick up a Bible once um, in months. And so I feel like for me, it's become something where I had to start with the structure. I had to start by telling myself every single day, I need to get into the Bible. Like I have to do it. And from that grew my desire. So by me getting disciplined and finding that structure for myself, I was able to grow this desire of I can't live without getting into the Bible. You know, I can't live without hearing from my God. Um, So changing your perspective in that way and being able to see it as instead of I'm just reading this book, I'm chilling. Instead of that, being able to say, I want to hear from my God. I want to hear from my dad today. So how do you guys, I guess, stay in his presence? Like what are some tips or tricks that you have for people that just want to get into the word? I think there are lots of different ways that you can do that. And I think it's dependent definitely on the person. But something for me, like I'm such a learner, like I love to learn. And so whenever I'm like reading a book of the Bible and I'm just going through the scripture, like sometimes it's hard for me to like really get as much out of it as I could. So something that helps me a lot, and this probably sounds so boring to some people, but like I love reading commentaries or like looking up like charts <laughs> and things and like trying, <laughs> is that super lame? I don't know. But like I just really love learning and like seeing it as like a knowledge thing, but also a spiritual thing. And so I guess for me, like looking towards what can I learn from this and then how can I apply it to my life? And I'm not perfect at that. I don't do it all the time. I wish I did it more, but that's definitely something that has helped me is like trying to use the Bible as my lens for my life and like how can I use this today? What can I do with the scripture? Right. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's very dependent on where you're at with your journey with God. You know, when I first started out, the way that I connected with God was reading those little Bible plans, the free plans mm-hmm. on the Bible app, yeah. the version app, which if you don't have, you should download. Um, plug. <laughs> plug. But after a while, that wasn't spiritually feeding me enough. You know, mm-hmm. I got more hungry. And so then I just like learned how to get into the actual word. You know, if you've never read it, like on your own before, maybe start in the Gospels like Matthew or John. Those are my faves. Um, <laughs> John is really good. John is very good. And then like after that, just kind of like going from there. And just kind of seeing, like, what piques your interest, trying different things. Like, Holland, I know you really love word studies, and, like, you recommended doing that. And so, like, I started doing that, and I really like those as well. So just kind of experimenting and seeing, like, what piques your curiosity and makes your desire for God grow. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes it's just about starting, too. Like, you don't have to go in with expectations of, I'm going to do this, this, and this. Sometimes it's literally just opening the book up, and that first step gets you so far. 
because, you know, any scripture is good scripture to read. So, like, don't sell yourself short if you're not in a commentary or doing a word study or doing a devotional on it or whatever. Like, if you're reading the scripture, then you're on the right track. So, I think that's something, mm -hmm. too, that I have to remind myself so often is you don't have to fit into the mold. You don't have Mm -hmm. to do exactly what everyone else is doing for it to be valuable. Yeah, and I feel like everything else kind of falls into place and will come. Kind of like how Hannah was saying that she started off with the Bible plans, a new version. And then, you know, as you as you get more hungry for the word, you'll start to kind of branch out and find other little ways that you can hear from God, whether it's like listening to sermons and taking notes, or if it's, heck, even creating your own sermons or using the gifts that you have to find the Lord. Or listening to this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Plug. But yeah, like you'll find different creative ways to connect with God and um, get into his presence. And I also really like how Kristen was saying that she takes the word and tries to find it in her day-to-day life. And I think that's funny because I do the opposite. And so I try to take what I already know from the word and I try to just look at life in general and apply it and go back to the word and be like, okay, what does God say about the moon? What does God say about light? What does he say about water? You know, and just being able to just take random everyday things and then going straight to the word to find what the Lord says about it and just to find the intricacies and the details that he leaves behind for us. And so I think that's just something that brings me joy. So I feel like that's another way to find his presence is what brings you joy because it's probably placed there by him. So invest in that. So Hannah, a question I have for you, you know, we both lead a Bible study together. So we are in... I guess, a position of leadership, if you will. How does that feel sometimes? Like, when you're struggling spiritually, how do you still sit in the leader chair, sit in the teacher chair? How does that look for you on the inside and on the outside? That's a good question. Thank you. I would say on the outside, just being real, I hope that it comes across, but I I try to have it come across. And be like, y'all, like, I'm really struggling right now. And just, like, kind of being honest. Because I never want to be fake or put up a front. But honestly, sometimes God still really amazes me. Because that sounded like, I don't know. <laughs> but honestly, like, I'm honestly, just, like, I he's like, sometimes, still sometimes, sometimes amazes like, me. Just sometimes. <laughs> on occasion. <laughs> For and, my birthday. On <laughs> my birthday, he amazes me. No, um. But God really just amazes me how he still uses me when I let him <laughs> in my struggle. Yeah. I've had times where I'm like at a very spiritually low point, but I've, I've said, you know what, God, like I'm really struggling. You and I both know this, but I still want you to use me and speak through me. And I've been able to like talk to people like non-Christians about Jesus, even though I wasn't on a spiritual high. And that's just purely because of God and nothing I did and just letting him work through you even in your low points. Because I don't think God is dependent on our circumstances or our feelings. The only thing that might change it is just like our hearts and like saying yes Mm -hmm. or saying no, honestly. You have to be willing to be used. Yeah. I think something that I found in my life is that people don't want to relate to the good stuff, you know? True. Like, they don't want you to sit in front of them and be like, I'm doing so great. I have no problems. Wow, my voice. (laughs) (laughs) 
You're just like an old woman. <laughs> so sorry. Anyways, God, people, don't wanna, people don't want to sit in front of you and be like hearing all about how great your life is. And I mean, that's great, but whatever. I would rather sit down with someone and be like, this is what's going on. And I want them to be like, this is what's going on with my life. Because that is where real ministry happens. Mm-hmm. And that's where real heart connection happens, honestly. When I get to sit down with someone and hear their heart about like what they're going through... It makes me want to pour into them and then they can pour back into me when I'm struggling. And so that's like kind of this idea of community is having people around you who can be real and who can say, I don't have it all together and I need your help. and I need you to pour into me and I'll pour into you. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we don't have to be constantly 100% filled up to talk about it, you know. Right. And it can be hard because it has to come from a place of being vulnerable and that's not always easy of Mm-mm. being able to just sit down with someone and just be real and just be like, here's my story. Here's what I'm going through. Help me. Because I feel like that help me part is, or we can make it seem harder than what it really is mm-hmm. of, because we see it as defeat, but it's not that. I see it as strength because by being able to tell someone that you need help and that you're struggling, you're able to let them in in turn, you know, they're able to help you. And so by doing that, you're made stronger um, through that interaction with someone. So for today, we talked about what struggling spiritually looks like and how community can really help you out a lot through your spiritual struggles and how life, you know, it's not going to be a cakewalk, but we're all in this together and we're all a community with one another and just being able to be vulnerable with people and let them in so that you can get that help and so that you can grow stronger. Hannah, do you have a verse for us today? Well, one verse that I feel like has been on, like, everywhere, but it's really been on my heart is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, and it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on on your own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all of your ways and He will make your path straight. Because that really just is reminding me that, first of all, I have to trust him through literally everything that's going on right now. It's so crazy. And then second of all, like, my paths are not going to be straight if I don't acknowledge him in all my ways and, like, let him guide me. Because when I go my own way, my path looks really zigzag. Like, with that being said, if you are in the same place and you're struggling spiritually, like, I just encourage you to come back and just come back to community, come back to God and Jesus, most importantly, And don't be discouraged because that's literally like the most important decision that you will make in your life. Yeah, that's really good. Thank you for sharing with us today and just being transparent and having this conversation. This is Ignite Podcast for the youth by the youth. Thanks for listening and have a great day.